Okay. Hi, my name is Scott. I am a compulsive overreader, and I'm glad to be back at the meeting. I've been here quite some, quite often before. I am a hundred pound loser, and I say that, and I say that very graciously. And I've been here for 29 years, and you know, not all, and I have not been absent all that time. Not only have I lost well more than 100 pounds, but I am also a relapse survivor. I, you know, it took me about 40 years to come into program, doing everything that I could to lose the excess weight. You know, my, you know, my parents tried to bribe me with money, shame, and the whole bit. And I tried that way. I tried, you know, the doctor's diet. I graduated to a uh, commercial plan, which gave me a lot of food. I was able to lose the weight simply because I was able to binge on the on the low calorie stuff. So I did. So I so the weight issues were being addressed, but not the compulsive eating. During the 60s and even into the 70s, no one really knew that much about eating disorders. OA was just starting, and it was not really out there as much. And I tried to do everything. I felt so ashamed of the weight. I felt very guilty. I felt very self-conscious. And I had, and I did have the body image issues. Now, at first, the weight was there, but not as bad. I was able to take, you know, I was able to take part in summer camp, sports. My thing is, my thing is baseball. I played Little League for many years. I was able to do fine. But in the teenage years, it came on. And 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 like I said, I had body image issues. A lot, and a lot of people, you know, they, you know, strangers even, I heard comments. I heard, you know, they make fun of me. I heard the whole bit, which made things worse. The honesty was not there. My parents sent me to a therapist. And the and nothing did not work because I was not about to have the acceptance. I did not have the honesty to do anything. I spoke about everything but the issues. I grew up in a control. You know, my parents were well-meaning, but I grew up in a controlled home. My mother was very controlling. My father passive, and you know, the food gave me the approvals that my parents could not. And, you know, I was well-liked. My my teacher said he's smart, he does well, he could do better. Of course, the food clouded my thoughts. You know, it put me in a fog. So all so I didn't really concentrate on my schoolwork. When I would come home, all I would want to do is eat, you know, take food, zone out in front of the TV set. And I became a big TV watcher. I could tell you anything about almost any program. That's how, you know, that's how bad it was. And that's how bad it was. And like I said, the weight started to come on. The, you know, it came on really, really, you know, fast. And, you know, I had my first job. I was a physical job. I was working as a vendor at Yankee Stadium. And I was walking up and down the stairs. And still I gained the weight just to show you how much I was really eating. It's just that it came on slower because I was unintentionally exercising it off. Or I should say slowing the weight loss down. And I, you know, and I couldn't even make much money there because I was slow because of the weight. I still went on to to do the, and I had the body image issues. I had very little. I 
when it came time to dating, I had very, I was, I was with women. I had very little dates because I was afraid that nobody would really want to date a person of my size. And the dates that I did have the interest, I thought they were just being kind. And that's, you know, and those, those are my thoughts. You know, those are my thoughts. And so went the gamut. So went the gamut. But when I really, but when I really wanted to lose the weight for myself and for no one else, I got a copy of the diet from this weight loss plan, you know, through my sister, and I started to follow it. I started to follow it very well. The only reason why I did not go to the meetings is because I thought it was too heavy to feel to get on their scale, not realizing that if they deal with obesity, they're bound to have a way to get me in, to weigh me. And later on, I did join because they said that they would be able to weigh me. If you remember the doctor scale, the balance scales, they were able to put an extra piece on the scale, which extended it 100 pounds. I weighed in. You know, a little at a little over 400 pounds at the time. Shocked by the weight, even though I knew I was heavy, but I, but but I was like a star there. I did very well. Lost 100 pounds the first time, 100 some odd pounds, and then couldn't stick to it. And I gained the weight back. Telling the the leader, I don't know what I'm doing wrong. The minute he expected me to be honest by writing down my food. I started losing the weight again because I wasn't about to say that I was binging. I lost 100 pounds at least three times, and in this and during this commercial plan, I lost another 200 pounds, and each time kept gaining it back because I could never stick to it. Yeah, and you know, I I had dropped out of college, just existing on a seasonal job, and I couldn't do anything. I had no self confidence either. And I, you know, to do it, and I was just existing and living at home long with my parents longer than I really should have, should have. But, but at one time when I was losing those 200 pounds a third time, I took advantage of the fact that I had the desire to go back to school. I went back to school as quickly and finished up as quickly as I could before I gained the weight back because deep down I knew that would happen. There was, I was seeing somebody, there was another young lady that came into my life. I broke the original relationship to see this woman, and eventually, you know, and I felt so good about myself that eventually, when I got a good job, we were eventually married. And this time, I was lying to her about my weight also, saying, you know, I'm not sure what's going on and losing the weight, but somehow she knew better. She knew better because she was very 12-step oriented. She got me to go to Ovaries Anonymous. I didn't even know that existed at the time. And he says they could help you. And I went again for the approval. And I did, you know, I had short periods of absence and nothing to really speak of. I didn't really talk to that many people. I sat in like a lump on a log in the back of the room. As soon as the meeting was over, I was out. I binged before the meeting, after the meeting, and if I was ab- really able to, I probably would have been binging during the meeting too. But at least I had those periods of abstinence. And, you know, and, and in a way it drove me crazy because I was constantly obsessing about the food. I want to get out. I want to get out to the meeting. 
to eat, you know, to go find something to eat. You know, I would go to work. I would eat before the. I would eat on my way to work. I would have my lunch there. I would be binging on the way back to work. Anytime I was not with my wife, and when I was with my wife, it drove me crazy that I had to eat normally, just so that she would not say anything. And of course, I was gaining more weight than I was really losing, but swearing by this commercial plan that I could do it on my own. There was no way I could do it on my own. And eventually, I stopped going to the meetings, lying to her about going. I was lying to her about going to the meetings. When I would come home from a meeting, I would pass her work and go around a different way so that she would not see me coming home early from the meeting. From the meeting, why it got me into program was the fact that I'd been so heavy that that I could hardly do my job. I could hardly, I could barely walk because I was so heavy. I was very hard on my clothes, especially now. We couldn't go on vacations much to travel because I couldn't, I couldn't fit, fit behind the wheel of a car or I was outgrowing the seat on an airline, even with the double extensions. So we used to spend vacations in the city and you know, and it, the vacations are supposed to be pleasurable. It, it was it was a horror for me because of the pain of having to walk around wherever we were going. I was getting heavier and heavier. What got me into the program was one day I was sitting, you know, I was sitting at my kitchen table. My wife was out. She and I saw myself as a thin person, and I realized the diets are not working. I had to do something about the food issues. Apparently, the seed from going to those OA meetings that originally, it sunk in with that first step. Somebody had told me about a treatment center, and it wasn't too far from where I was living in New York City. I pulled out the number, and I called them up. I said, I have to come in. By this time, I was 471 pounds. I said, I can't do anything, I can't walk, I can't do my job, can't get clothes. And they said, well, we have no room. I was so desperate, I told them, you will, you will make the room no matter what, because I'm going to show up at your doorstep Monday morning. And sure enough, they, they saw the desperation. They said, come in, we will make the room. You know, because you know, I was the only man at the time on the unit in this hospital. So I came in, I figured I could dry out, get myself back on track, and go back to the commercial plan. It took me a long time to realize, you know, what to tell you, that it made sense when the doctor said, do not go back to that plan. This does not work. They gave me a way. They gave me a food plan, and I followed it. I stayed there for about four, almost five weeks, and when I came back, I came time I came back to the meetings, I was very willing to do it. I had changed. I came back to the meeting I started with on a Saturday. You know, I came in and I did whatever I was supposed to do. I took, you know, I took on a sponsor. I, wor I worked through the steps. I took on service more than I would ever think I would really willingly. It became service has been the biggest tool for me to keep me grounded within the program and a sense of purpose. 
However, I w- and I was losing the weight pretty quickly because the food plan really was like a diet. They said it was like a 1,500-calorie diet you know, plan, and I was following because I was desperate. It, you know, it took me four in, and 14 months later with a 220-pound weight loss and the marriage was being a little rocky. I came home one morning from work, finding my wife in bed, the victim of an attempted suicide. And I couldn't even, you know, I started to see certain things were wrong, but I couldn't question her because she would not have told me the truth. And within two weeks, after, you know, I got to the hospital, within two weeks, I passed the sign that said three for a dollar, and I went for it. I was in this, you know, and I had been in full-fledged relapse, worse than before. I was in relapse for seven years. I tried to go to treatment a second time to save the marriage and my job. It didn't work. My heart was not in it. I was going for the wrong reasons. This speaker's share was interrupted by an intruder. We've edited out that portion, and the speaker's share will continue now. So eventually I was in full-fledged relapse for seven years. What I, seven, but I never, the one thing I never did was that I never left the rooms. I never left the room, and that was my cry for help. But people were trying to get me to different places to get my absence back. A weight loss clinic, a diet doctor, it didn't work. What got me into treatment again was a treatment center that was a little different from the normal hospital-type treatment centers, where we lived in residential apartments and we had to do our own shopping, our own cooking. It took me, it was a two-year fight with my insurance company to get me to go down there, and I got down there. You know, I was taking care of a sick father. My father, my mother had already passed away. I said, you take care of yourself. I went down to this place. They took two things out of my, out of my food plan. For me, no sugar, no flour. And that, has what was wor- and that is what worked for me. The four weeks promise turned into eight. That was such a good gift for my, for my higher power. The two years I had to wait was certainly worth it. When I came back, it was a different story. Again, I worked through the steps. I got a sponsor. And this time, I took on service even more. I started with the meetings. And eventually, I was asked to come back to to come to Intergroup. They needed a position there, you know, like vice, you know, for publications and whatnot. And they asked me also, would I be willing to be a region rep? So I took two steps. I came back to Intergroup, and I went to my region business conference for the first time. And it was amazing. The step up you know, above the group level did me a lot of good. It strengthened the recovery. I got to meet a lot of me, a lot more people within New York, the New York City meetings and then within Region 6 itself. Within Region 6 itself, I started going to the retreats of the conventions and doing the work there at the conventions, you know, and the retreat as part of my service, as part of my service. And, all, and now at the time I went down there, I was approximately 550 pounds, the heaviest I'd ever been. And, and, to, and to show you the service I was willing to take, someone had mentioned, we need, a, we, we need a world service rep, and your name came up. That's all I needed. I spent four years going out to world service, and it was the best thing to get my 
my program going. Yeah, and and the the recovery has actually gotten me back to work. You know, through a state agency, I got back to work sixteen years ago, and and this is only because of the recovery. I could not have done it without it. Now my coworkers knew where I was coming from. They see the way I eat, and they and they told them everything. Now that was during the summer of 2007. Because of recovery, I was able to to achieve a goal that I had set for myself. I said, when I turn 70, I'm going to retire. Now, for a person who was not supposed to live past 40 because of the doctors, I am turning 70 next week. Today was my last day of work. I am now officially retired, something that I can ne- never thought I could do. I can now devote myself to to working with programs, to volunteering even more, and to volunteering outside the program. That is what has got me. I I am maintaining a a 360-pound weight loss. My recovery is 21 years plus, and it's amazing. I have gone from not being able to walk across my apartment to walking in excess of at least five miles a day. That is the... the emotional and physical freedom that I've gotten. So what I'd like to do is I'd like to leave everybody here, hear from everybody else, because I know I have about, approximately about two minutes left. So I'd like to stop here and, and, and hear from everybody else. Thank you. Did you want to leave your phone number on the recording? My, phone, my name is Scott. My phone number is 718-877-4898. I am from New York City, obviously, East Coast. Thank you.